0: Good evening everyone and welcome to this service here this evening. Let's begin our service by turning to hymn number 21 in the hymns of the church.
1: Turn to song number one, song number one. turn to song number 13 13
0: Welcome to each one this evening. Three songs of worship, and didn't show up quite as much in the third song, but did you notice that worship and service go together? They're doing those songs anyway. Um, so our song service this evening, Evan and Dave will be leading. I believe Dallas has organized a singing group. So the order of the service, I believe, will be I'll have devotions following that. Evan will lead three songs, and then we'll have the singing group sing, and then we'll turn it back over to Dave and Evan to divide out however they see best. And then uh, I'll plan on closing. For the devotional, I was... Given the great idea by Janelle, she said, Well, you studied for your Sunday school lesson last Sunday and didn't have to do it, uh, uh, didn't have to teach. Use that. So, for all of those of you who went to Sunday school, you might get to hear just a little bit of it again. But I don't plan on being up here for 45 minutes, so it'll be very abbreviated Sunday school. The lesson is from Ephesians chapter 4, and it was for, uh, verses 11 to 32. <coughs> the the title of it was The Body of Christ in Action, but for a very simple, brief, um, comment on on the lesson, the thing that I, I noticed almost immediately in, when I started looking at it was, well, Ephesians in general, there's, there's a strong theme of, or a focus on the unity of, of Christ's Christ church. And I noticed one of the things that come out in this, in this passage as being a, an important contributor to that unity is is the way we, what we say, the way we speak, um, speaking truth, um, sound speech, um, pure speech. So I'm just going to read through the passage and as I read through it, observe the teaching here on how that affects how we relate to each other. So Ephesians 4 verse 11 and I'll read through verse 32. And he gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and some teachers and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature and fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby we, they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, but ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, And that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that, that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands. The thing which is good, that he may give to him that needeth. Let not corrupt, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, and wrath, and anger, and clamour, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So, yeah, just, it was just interesting to me to see numerous times in that passage the the stress on what we say and how that affects our unity. So I think we'll, Kneel for prayer at this time, and then we'll turn turn the service over to Adam. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening, and we want to acknowledge your greatness, your sovereignty and holiness, that you're far above us, and yet you've stooped down and are concerned about us that you sent Jesus into the world, and we want to worship you tonight for who you are and for what you've done for us. Just help us to use our our mouths, our tongues, our words to honor your holy name, to build each other up, and to not be uh, not use them in, in destructive ways. Help us to. Just surrender our, our mouths, our speech, our lives to you, that they could be used of you for your good, uh, for the good of your kingdom. So we just ask your the blessing of your presence on our service this evening. Bless those who uh, lead out, and each one of us, that our hearts would be united in worship to you. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: good evening. It's a blessing to be together in this way this evening. In your hymns of the church, number 72. Number 72, the day thou gavest, Lord, is ended. This song is a song of, it's an evening hymn, but it's speaking of the church and the body of Christ in a larger way and how it's a beautiful picture here. In verse three, it says, as o'er each continent and island, the dawn leads on another day. The voice of prayer is never silent, nor die the strains of praise away. You think about it, it's always morning somewhere around the world. And there's always God's people praising you
3: oh, so the day
2: 589, 589, Christ is full of love and power. If you notice, this song was written by Christian Burkholder in 1804. My understanding is that this song was is well if you if you notice it's a an Anabaptist testament to what the gospel really is. Um, a lot of different eras in, in history, the the evangelical experiential type of of gospel is proclaimed, and it has its place perhaps, but we believe that a life lived of true following, not just some point of decision but it's a lifelong process of being saved and this song bears that out Um, Christ is full of love and power and what does that do in in your life and mine Christ is full
4: of love
2: This is a request from Jordan that we sing, Be Thou My Vision. Let's sing one, two, four, and five.
4: to Sure.
1: Really enjoyed that presentation.
0: Thank you, Clarence. Let's turn to our uh, hymns of the church to hymn number 360. 360. <clears throat> oh, oh, God of grace and God of
2: 417. I think it's a good thing to have two different leaders because I never realized how heavy this book is. Do you stand up here for three songs and try to hold it and leave? But anyway. And can it be that I should gain?
4: No. and can it be
2: Your Savior died for you. Seven hundred twenty three <clears throat> Teach me, O Lord, to number my days. Seven twenty three. Teach me, O Lord, to number my
4: days. Teach me to number.
2: 425. I'll take a selection after this. 425. Can you count the stars? Lord, can you count the stars of E? shiny in the sky can you tell count- election 919 and I, don't, I, I reserve the right to not lead if I don't know it but I know this one 919 I am resolved I am resolved To linger, charmed by the world's delight. May that be our resolve this week as we go. I'd like to sing yet seven ninety nine. I don't get to sing this song very often. It's usually just one we sing one verse at the end of a of a service. But let's sing the chorus just on the first and last. I think that will work. God be with you. Mm-hmm. God be with you till we meet
4: again. By his counsels, guide till we meet again. need his wings protecting
0: And it was a blessing to be here and praise and worship our God together. And we can each do it individually, and that's good and that's a blessing, but it's good to be with a group of people. My mind went to the verse, Revelation 5, verse 11 and 12, and, I, and it says, I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts, and the elders. and and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and another verse very similar is chapter 4 verse 11 uh, thou art worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. So our God is our creator. Christ was slain, and he's worthy. Do any of you all have something on your heart or mind that you would like to share? Here Thank you, Alice. Anyone else have something?
3: It really seemed, in fact,
0: Thank you, Jeff. I I can appreciate that. I was up here a little bit ago and sat down, and I all of a sudden wondered, did I I say what I was going to say? Well, it doesn't matter. That's not what the service is about, so I, I can agree with you. Anyone else? I think we stand for closing prayer David would you lead us